When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's April 8th, 2022, a day that will long be remembered. We had the Festival of Friendship when KO and Chris Jericho broke up. We had Janetti and HBK having their split. And tonight, Madcap Moss and Baron Corbin, their friendship has come to an end. I'm in mourning. I'm perhaps still in denial. I'm going through the stages of grieving. But this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa. Alfred is off tonight. We're going to be talking about SmackDown and Rampage. SmackDown, the post-WrestleMania. SmackDown, Rampage, perhaps with one of the top three Rampage main events of all time. I got into some Twitter drama with an AEW superstar. We'll cover that. So much to talk about. We are AI-powered bots hosting a podcast. Who's paying for it? I don't know, but it raises some questions. And independent studies confirm 80% of wrestling podcasts aren't real people. I was going to say, I feel like Alfred is not here because he was afraid to finally come out and admit that he identifies as a bot. I was able to do that earlier on my stream, and it felt so relieving to finally just come clean and let the people know that we are all bots. I've had so many years of having to prove that I'm not a robot that I think I just finally had to accept much like Kanye finally realized he was indeed a gay fish that I am. a robot. Were you lying to yourself? Like look at the speech that Cody Rhodes told on Monday. Cody Rhodes said that sometimes we find whatever road, whatever it was that he said in the things that we're trying to avoid. Mm. So you avoiding admitting to be a bot to end up realizing that you are one Glenn, it was destiny. It is a Shyamalan-esque twist in what (laughs) has been a roller coaster of a week. But this is indeed the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And before we hop into some stuff, Issa, what do we got in the news? Well, it's funny that we're talking about the bot situation because the first news story that we have is Tony Khan asserts that much of the anti-AW online community is not real. The CEO and general manager, Tony Khan, went on a Twitter rampage no pun intended (laughs) and he sent out a tweet and i quote an independent study has confirmed that much of the anti-aiw online community are real individuals it's a staff running thousands of accounts plus an army of bots to signal boost them look closely these aren't real people who pay for such a wildly expensive thing uh it didn't end there he also sent out additional tweets talking about how the boiler room staff is going to be working overtime tonight and etc. He also threatened to take away Brian Alvarez $200,000 monthly paycheck. What do you think about this, Glenn? Well, uh, independent studies have confirmed that the mega rich have too much time and money on their hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my I God. And that this you just say became... that because I actually replied to the original tweet and I say, I pray that I have as much free time as oh you do God. on your hands one of these days because I don't have time to sweat Twitter like that. I'm yeah, sorry. Just, please <laughs> let me get rich enough that I can hire companies to indulge my paranoid fantasies. 
I mean, good <laughs> Lord, you know, that's like, I mean, what's next? Tony Khan's gonna be like, I can confirm that the McRib is a conspiracy that only appears when pork prices go low and there's a surplus. Tony Khan <laughs> doing the hard hitting research to yeah. deliver to us the truth. Next up, who really killed JFK? Was it Joe oh Gacy God. and Harlan? I just drove, I just drove time travel. There. It's on my yeah. blog that I uploaded today. Cheap plug. Well, Tony Khan's <laughs> going to get to the bottom of this because he is solving conspiracies and figuring out why do hot dog buns come in packs of eight, but hot dogs come in packs of six. Tony Khan is going to commission <laughs> an independent study and get to the bottom of this. And I say, Tony Khan, cheers to you, buddy. Did you see alive. Becky Lynch uh, tweet yes. in, re in response to everything? That was fun and lighthearted. I thought it was a good, it was a good uh, response from Becky. But yeah, I guess everybody is a bot, and that's the first news story. I can't believe we are talking about that in a news piece, but it really did make the news segment on a on, on WrestlingIn.com. Also, we have AEW to begin um, airing programming as far as yes. New Japan. I don't know if you saw this, but New Japan announced today that weekly episode of Dynamite and Rampage will be airing soon on New Japan Pro Wrestling World in Japan at no additional cost to subscribers. And the announcement also teased that a live version of AWTV in Japanese is planned, but no other details were included in the tweet. What do you think about this? Do you think this is going to benefit everybody? It's going to be a big, long, happy relationship between New Japan and AW? I think it makes absolute sense. I'm very excited yeah. for this. And I think, um, I think if it's... You know, New Japan programming with perhaps AEW on a streaming service or HBO Max in the future. That could be really cool. Right. Um, I think AEW and New Japan. I mean, I don't see how there's a lose here. And um, yeah, this is a very, very powerful combination that I think is very exciting. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's exciting. And on top of that, AEW has been working with New Japan from the very beginning. If you go back and, and look at them, go back and forward and work together. So I'm not shocked by this announcement. I'm excited for the viewers of New Japan to get additional content for no additional price. And last but not least on the news, the NXT tag team titles have been relinquished. In an update announced by WWE today, the NXT tag title has been relinquished and new champions will be crowned on Tuesday. Um, WWE announcement did not mention MSK and they have not acknowledged Carter's departure as of the writing of this article on wrestlinginc.com. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have new tag team champions and this whole thing is very messy. It is. Yeah. It is. It's very uh, hard to comment on the situation because there's yes. so many stories coming out and there's so many, uh, you know, there's so many sides to this that is, like I said, it's very hard to kind of like put together what to think. I just feel bad for everybody involved in, in this messy situation. Yes, I agree with that. And if you ever are going to take a photo that you think is funny in the moment, but could perhaps be problematic in the future, maybe don't. Yep. Agreed. But when there's final details on this, I think, you know, tune into the Wink Daily. Nick Hausman will report the actual facts. We're not going to speculate. Mm -hmm. So uh, what else we got? That, that is it. That, that's that all for it. the news. We can get into SmackDown and Rampage. Well, we will. But first, we got a sponsor. 
And that's Mr. Conrad Thompson. You know, paying off your house faster will save you thousands of dollars. That's cold, hard cash in your pocket. We are partnering with Conrad Thompson and First Family Mortgage to help you cut five, seven, or even 10 years off your loan. And you don't need Mr. Perfect's credit score or money out of pocket to do it. Get started at Save with Wink. That's W-I-N-C.com. And uh, here is Tony Schiavone, my main man, with more information. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. Hello, wrestling fans. Tony Schiavone here for my good friends at First Family Mortgage and WrestlingInc.com. So why don't we get you a plan together today? Let's pay off your house faster. Let's get you out of that credit card debt. Let's get a lower monthly payment. First Family Mortgage can help. Complete the fast and easy form, and a member of Conrad's team will be in touch very soon. And hey, let me tell you, um, if you're buying a house, we went through this with our house. I will tell you that if the interest rate is right, going for a shorter mortgage, refinancing, getting it paid off sooner, great decision. You're going to save a lot of money. Everyone knows Conrad Thompson and his reputation from the mortgage business and financing. So stop overpaying on your mortgage. Go to savewithwink.com. That's savewithwinc.com. And we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So uh, let's get into covering some stuff. I don't even have the results open. I got Twitter open because I'm just, I'm just wow. waiting. I'm just waiting you, for you're shots. Just trying to fight, you're just trying to fight QT Marshall instead of, you know, pulling up yes. the results. And I remember that uh, it's QT Marshall because I think Stefan Urkel, and I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I was uh, saying it wrong all the way up till tonight. I understand. I was too. And then I was just like, was then Stefan Urkel. Now I get it. Now I understand. All I know is that I met his dog at All Out Weekend, and I think about this dog every day. <laughs> this is and your it's, memory? Not, it's my memory of QT Marshall, is that I think about his dog every day, and I wonder how she's doing. She was adorable. I understand. So, uh, SmackDown tonight, we opened with Ronda Rousey. Yep. Talking about her match, her loss to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. She made Flair tap. She will again, but she technically lost the match. She didn't come here to make excuses. She's the best. And uh, yeah, Charlotte responded. Ronda wants a regular a rematch, but not a regular match. She, I guess, no DQ. Or no, an I quit match. Is what I quit. She wants an I quit match. Now, with an I quit match, I'm confused about this. Is someone supposed to say I quit? I'm, yes. You physically have to say the words, I quit. Yes, you physically have to say that you quit. And it gets very annoying because like 30 minutes of the match is just the wrestlers asking the referee to ask the person if they quit yet. So if you think that the 10 count in a last man standing match is annoying, I don't know what's more annoying, that or them saying, ask him, ask him. And then the ref going and putting the mic to their faces as they're dying and they're like, no. You know. This is like a step <laughs> above a say uncle match where you hold uh, your opponent down and you do that thing where you let the spit drip out of your mouth and you suck it back up, you know, and you keep like threatening, like I'm going to spit on you. No, psych, you know, say uncle, say uncle, say uncle. This is one step above that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. But I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see. I had a feeling that they were going to keep this feud going just because of the result. I really thought that Ronda was going to walk away victorious at, at WrestleMania. I am curious about the match. I'm just, I'm still not feeling this feud. 
you know, that'd be a solid indie wrestler gimmick of being like what? the bully and you go and you give people wet willies, you know, and uh, you give them like noogies and try to give them like, like rope burn and you do, and you hold them down and you try to do the spit thing in a snowflake society. Like we're in right now, that would never fly, but that'd be a solid indie gimmick. Where it's just like, I'm the bully. And it's just, you know, you're like giving your opponent a wedgie. I mean, you could really just go all the way with this. Glenn, how did you get there in your mind when talking about Charlotte and Rhonda? Well, because I was thinking about it. And I was like, I quit is really like the say uncle match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, they're yeah. probably the least indie <laughs> when it comes to WWE. You just thought about that with the two less indie women in that roster. <laughs> But Charlotte is a bully. If Charlotte was out there and she was trying to like do that stuff on her opponent, I think Charlotte would get more over. I think it would be uh, good. Okay, maybe, maybe. I what about Rousey? Maybe Rousey should be doing that. I mean, who cares maybe. if she's a legit athlete or an Olympic, an Olympic medalist? Like when she could be giving wedgies and wet willies to her opponents. I know. You know, she tapped out Turtle in the Entourage movie. So is there yeah, anything this woman can't do? <laughs> Apparently, beat Charlotte. Yes. Uh, but this, this was okay. I mean, I don't know. Th this feud for me has never really gotten going. Yeah. Um, same. I, and, and I don't know. We'll see where they go. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how Ronda would do in a match like this, like an I quit match, because I feel like all of her matches have been very, just a normal, regular wrestling match, except for the one where they tie her hand behind, you know, her back or whatever. So I'm very curious to see how physical she's really going to get. We did see Charlotte beat her up back at Survivor Series when they had their first confrontation, remember? But I don't yeah. think that we've seen Ronda really get physical as, as what you would expect in an I Quit match. So I'm very curious to see how she does with this stipulation. Yeah, I mean, it could end up being a really good match. And it sounds like this has main event potential for uh, Backlash, given where, where we're at right WrestleMania now. WrestleMania Backlash, Glenn. Yes, WrestleMania Backlash. <sighs> good Lord, I'll never get used to that. Only only bots call it only backlash. Like, you know what I mean? You're definitely a bot. WrestleMania backwash. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm very tired today. But it's you I love day. your jacket. I, I, you. I appreciate that you dress up. I, I knew that you missed me when I saw I that did. you dressed up just for me. I know, and you weren't you weren't even there. Oh, we got a super chat. It's did scroll off. Anthony, why? Oh no, wait, there we go. I can find it. It's under uh, some chat spam. Okay. Uh, Anthony White, Buck 99, Mox versus Yuta. Better than the Roman ending. SmackDown, boring reigns. Oh, uh, somebody restraining. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, Anthony. Coming for you. You're lucky I'm, too, I'm, I'm a good bot. <laughs> um, Listen, he, he has a point. If we're going to compare main events, I love the promo and I... We'll talk about it later, but that match was absolutely incredible, and you can't take credit away from it. They killed it. Um, we saw backstage <laughs> Butch Sheamus and Ridge Holland getting your favorite trio, right? <laughs> but Butch. the way they were getting pumped up was like I had this on mute for a second because we were deciding what to order for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it just looked so ridiculous. And in my head, they had on it was like in my head, they had on like uh Molly Cruz wild side, like that scene when uh when Dwight in the office was getting pumped up, like, yeah, yeah, you know, like that's what I just kept picturing while they're sitting there like patting each other on the back and trying to get pumped for the match. I mean, I'm trying to picture it now without the sound, and I can no. see why. It looks <laughs> so silly. They they look very silly. It was supposed to be Butch uh SmackDown in ring debut, so they were just hyping him up, you know, his buddies. 
Yes. Uh, so Butch took on Xavier Woods, Butch's first match on SmackDown, and he lost to Xavier Woods. Yeah, so Xavier Woods pointed out, and it really shocked me, that he's never had a win at WrestleMania. But then he also mentioned how all records reset now, and I was like, no, they don't. You're not in AEW, buddy. Like, like we don't even keep track of the numbers here in WWE. But I was very shocked that they had Butch, Butch, lose. <laughs> you, you saw, okay, you, I got this. I got what you got to do this weekend. On what? your channel, you just need yes. to do a compilation of ASMR videos where you just say wrestlers' names. Butch. Roman Reigns. <laughs> We're on to something. Thank you, Glenn. Yes, I think this will be very good. I think this will be huge. Biggest biggest video on your channel. Um, I mean, this match was okay. It's always nice to see yeah. Kofi and Xavier Woods. It's cool. Uh, I mean, they oh, gave this... them more time tonight than they did at WrestleMania, so. Yes. Oh, and the, the records are reset because the SmackDown season opener, even though the fall, I mean, I guess they have two premieres a year. I don't know. I, I never keep track of that stuff. I was actually watching AEW and he said like season four tonight for Rampage. And I was like, when did, when did the season start and end? Like, how are we? going about this i don't understand anymore the whole seasons when it comes to wrestling and you know what i hate about tv i hate when they're like it's the mid-season finale and it's like what the fuck does that mean thank you (laughs) (laughs) like how can you have a season opener and a season finale when it's a year-long show like it makes no sense i don't know I, i i need to stop thinking yeah uh but this was this it was, was a good okay. Match. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, but I don't like to see that this is what Pete Dunn has become, and he lost this match. I don't know, um, somebody in the chat is saying that I sleep too much, and I, I wish, I wish I had gotten more than one hour sleep in the last week. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I can't figure out. My problem is okay. So I either get really tired and I go to bed early, and then I wake up yeah. in the middle of the night and I can't fall back asleep, or I stay up a little later. And I can't sleep through. I have to like find the sweet spot. But you know when I get the best sleep is actually Friday and Saturday nights when I stay up to like four or five a.m. playing Fortnite, watching movies on the iPad, and I go to bed then and I wake up at like noon or one. That's like the best sleep that I get all week. You're getting way more more sleep than me. Maybe this weekend I'll catch up on some sleep. Yeah. Um. So Sami Zayn was backstage, <laughs> and much like the scene in Greece too, when Stephanie Zanino said, "I'll kiss the next guy that walks through that door." Sammy Zayn said he will have a match with the next guy who walks through the door. And no, instead of Cousin Michael, the cool rider, it was Drew McIntyre. Of course it was. Of course it was. I didn't get time to talk to you about this, but did you love the uh, the Jackass match at WrestleMania? I did. And so later that night, oh my God. And let me let me tell you, um, I had a little trouble with this. And I, I want stories from all the families across the world who were not familiar with jackass like they knew what it was and they saw the match and they were like oh we really thought that was a fun match let's put on jackass forever on paramount no let's get the whole (laughs) family together and put on jackass forever on paramount and we'll sit down and watch it because when i watched it i admit like there were times when i was like i i have to turn this off i have to just like this is this is not what i remember this has gone too far I haven't watched the latest one yet. Now you got me wanting to watch it. I haven't seen the the last one yet, but I was so 
entertained by this and i mean i should have known i mean i like jackass um yeah and and, and i think sammy's saying whatever you give him he just like nails it so i shouldn't be surprised at how good this was but everybody in my section everybody was just enjoying it and they were so entertained that i was just happy to see Sammy same back, but as soon as oh, I saw Drew McIntyre step out of that door, I was like, okay, so he's going to go back to jobbing every week now? Like, is that what we're going to do? Because I knew right away Drew was going to win. Well, and uh, the match we saw at Mania, that was like G-rated jackass. The yeah. movie <laughs> is, I mean, it, it's actually beyond R. I think it, it probably passed with an R rating, but this is like... The new NC's one? No, is yeah, that the new bad? One. Oh, it, oh, my God. You tell me what you think I, after you watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. I I thought that it was going to be even more like I thought this was going to be the more subtle of their movies because they're older now. So now you got me like really wanting to watch it. <laughs> I've seen things I cannot unsee in parts of Steve-O that I wish I hadn't seen. Oh, uh, there were some very funny moments. But yeah, it was just it was a lot. It was a lot. OK, so, OK. With that being said, <laughs> love them. Um, and I, I want to see Swaggle come back. Uh, for a tag match uh, with Johnny Knoxville and Wee Man versus Swaggle and Sami Zayn. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> um, so, okay, tonight, oh, the new names. Ludwig Kaiser. Isn't it Lud Lud Ludwig? Ludwig? Well, the V Ludwig. in, in, the, uh, in German, the, the W is pronounced like a V. So Walter was supposed to be Walter. Oh, wow. Yeah. QT Marshall. We're learning all kinds of pronunciations. <laughs> Listen, Glenn, I'm going to keep it real with you, right? I don't know what kind of bot you identify as, but I'm the keep it real kind of bot. I didn't know his name before tonight either. So how is the did you know he, his name before tonight? Did you know you, what his name was? You didn't know if it was Mar okay. I have to look it up. Like, was it Marcel or was it Fabian? Because I so understand you didn't why know his saying. name either. So why is everybody making a big Mar deal out of a name change that we didn't even know his name before this? Marce Marcel Barthel's name is a bit of a tongue twister. It sounds like you're lisping every time you say it. Um, I get it, but Ludwig Kaiser. So all I said is this. I tweeted this to Pat McAfee and Michael Cole. When he wrestles, they better call one of his moves the Kaiser roll. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. I mean, it has to, right? Has Meant to, to be. Meant, Meant to, be. to be. Yes. He wins all his matches with a roll-up, and we call yeah, it the Kaiser, Kaiser roll. roll. Yep. I, I'm with you 1,000%. Just, uh, But he was there not because he was wrestling. But he was introducing Gunther. Gunther. Uh, he was <laughs> to take on Joe Alonzo, to squash Joe Alonzo. The crowd was chanting Walter, and I love that Pat McAfee said. What did he say? Uh, they're chanting Gunther. Like, that's up there with like, what are they chanting? Boo Earns. What are they chanting? Let's go, Brandon. Like this was I don't just so like, forced. I don't like when Pat lies to me. I expect that kind of commentary from Michael Cole. And I expect Pat to put him in his place and be like, that's not what they're saying, Cole. <laughs> because I, I I believe that, you know, that Pat is one of us. So I don't like when oh, he yeah. tries to fool us. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like NXT 2.0. Very curious to see who we see in NXT on Tuesday because... It, we saw a couple of names come up tonight and we don't even know who we'll see on Raw. We might have a... We're just getting invested into NXT 2.0 characters and they're already tearing it apart. Yeah. Um, 
but no, I thought Gunther looked good. Audience, yeah, me too. look, the audience he's down a lot. Like he looks like a killer. And if the audience is, it's a double edged sword, right? Because you don't want the audience out there being like, "Who?" But if they're chanting Walter, that means they know who he is. But they're like, they're trolling. But they didn't WWE. know who the other guy was. Nobody he's, knew his uh, name before this. Independent studies have confirmed that eighty percent of that audience was not real people. They were bots right. there to troll Gunther. Right, but independent studies have also shown that 80% of the people didn't know his name before this name changed. So I don't know why everybody's making a big deal about it. Yeah, this actually put Walter more over. We know the name Walter now more because of this. Exactly. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, so Gunther, of course, won this match. He looked good. Oh, and then backstage, Kale is there with Raquel Rodriguez, the former Raquel Gonzalez of NXT. Everybody's getting a name change tonight. I feel like they were like, you know what? Gonzalez is not generic Spanish last name enough. So let's go to Rodriguez. Like, why did they have to change her last name because of that? Like, that might as well made her Lopez then. You know, like, how much more generic do you want to get? <laughs> yeah, Salonzo's missing Raquel Rodriguez. That's the, next, that's the next name they could come up with after Gonzalez. Uh, Actually, this went on. Like, I don't even know why I ended up in a Google like weird <laughs> hole tonight of looking up like popular Hispanic last names because I was talking about how Ramos is like super generic, but it's not yeah. as generic as Rodriguez or Gonzalez or Lopez. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um. Yes. I if if P, I I should uh I should release my history of what i'm looking at on the web during wrestling because it's normally the most random things that i'm inspired same. to google based by what i'm seeing on the screen same i'm like doing a whole study on spanish last names like i mean, like look them up by country by like areas and everything <laughs> oh wow that's interesting though. yeah it is interesting um so man raquel i mean she looked tall with kayla braxton but even when also, Tharios were in there. Uh, like, she still Niche. looked just very dominant. I mean, you know? they're like 5'2". <laughs> what do you and then they asked for a kiss, and she said no, and they walked off. Like, okay, this this worries me. Why would you do this unless this is going to be the story that they're going to, like, court Raquel? And, oh, and maybe then they break up because they're fighting over her. Maybe. I mean, what happens to the kiss camera if they break up, Glenn? Who gets to keep that? Uh, that worries me. <laughs> it's just weird. This was a weird way to debut her. Thing was weird. And it's too yeah. bad that we released um, Braun Strowman, who is dating Raquel, because I would have popped for a Braun Strowman, like, squeezing both of these guys. Oh, yeah. I would like to see that. A two -on -one me too. <laughs> Bring him back just for this story. <laughs> So we had happy talk tonight and oh, it was God. the saddest happy talk ever yeah. with the deflated congrats balloons out there. <laughs> they, this wasn't the, on the level of festival of friendship, but I like that they tried for Baron to be very morose about his loss at WrestleMania, blame madcap and them end up breaking up and fighting each other. I think this will actually be an okay feud and I hope Corbin goes off the deep end. I personally thought that maybe Randy Orton planned this party because remember how crappy of a party he planned for Riddle? I was like, the deflated balloons reminded me of Randy Orton's party yeah. planning skills. Um, I'm not surprised at this breakup. I mean, I'm still not invested, if you want me to be honest. I know you are. I know you're heartbroken. Oh, well, I have to like, 
I had to pull it together for you before we went off the air because he wouldn't stop crying about this breakup. It's true. But um, you know, I I maybe this is how Baron Corbin becomes broke again. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Madcap Moss was embezzling. Was he? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, like that's that, how actually. we do it. That's how I we like do it. I like that. Stole his identity, opened a bunch of credit cards in his name. <laughs> like, bought all of his little suspenders and hats yeah. and all that with Baron Corbin's credit cards. You never know. I can get down with that. Um, no, but this this is overdue. They need to. Yeah, but now they're going to be feuding forever and nobody's going to be invested. What did you think of Drew McIntyre beating Sami Zayn by countout tonight? Why do they have a sore holder now on the on the poles? The ring poles have a sore holder now. Like I thought well, we were getting rid of sword. The... You gotta park your sword. No, no, you don't have to park your sword. <laughs> gotta park your sword. I was waiting for him to freaking cut the ropes again and go violent. Like I I wanna see Sami Zayn do more. I think Sami Zayn deserves the world after that match at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. And, yeah, I mean you gotta build some some victories for McIntyre as well. I was thinking that I'm like, if you want to do a couple of throwaway fields for Roman, McIntyre could probably be up there. You know, we saw Shinsuke kind of come out later. You have to give these people a couple of wins just so they look like credible contenders, even though we all know they're not going to beat Roman. Sammy deserves an Oscar. I mean... No, yeah, not an yeah. Oscar, because then he'll get slapped. So, like, let's just give him a different prize. <laughs> a slammy. We'll give him a slammy. No, he. I mean, if Roman's not going to be defending that title anytime soon, not in a meaningful way, but I think Sammy should get to graduate. I think, I think he's bigger than the intercontinental championship right now. Yeah. I mean, anything is bigger than the intercontinental championship. We haven't seen it on TV. Yeah, since, true. You know, <laughs> Yeah, Ricochet, and Ricochet was off tonight. Um, so, yeah. Okay, Lacey Evans, we have said on this oh. podcast, back since her debut in NXT, Matt Morgan and I would talk a lot about what an inspirational and yeah. uh, captivating story her personal life is. Yeah. They are very much leaning in on this with her return. It looks like she's going to be a baby face. No more Southern Belle gimmick. Uh, no more calling women nasties, coming out with uh, the hat. This is going to be a uh, different, more real Lacey Evans. Compared to what we have seen for Zeely and some other people in NXT and on the main roster with their vignettes, what did you think about the choice of doing so simple as having Lacey look into the camera and tell her story? I loved it. I loved everything about this promo, everything about this Lacey. Lacey already had that look. She looks like a badass. He, you know, she has the height, the build. And if you're familiar with her background and her story, you become so much more invested. And for me in the past, that's what was throwing me off of liking her is the fact that you know that you could go so many different directions with Lacey Evans and they were doing this stupid Sullenberg, which was cute. But it's like, you have a woman that's a legit badass that can go. Like, why are you giving her that kind of gimmick? Give, give it to somebody else. I really, really enjoyed this. And I think that is the most realist that she's looked. And I'm already invested into whatever it is that she does. I was happy to see her back. I thought they executed this perfectly. It'll be interesting to see as a babyface who she's going up against because Charlotte is by far the top heel in the division. I think, I think Rhonda, Rhonda could be heel easily. 
I think Ronda's a better heel than yeah. a baby face. Oh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. But now you got me thinking about how they had that, that feud between Lacey and Charlotte before she left on her pregnancy. <laughs> Are they going to resume it in, like, two completely no. different... Because you're not going to... You're not gonna be able to like not think of that feud and, and what you know Lacey and Ric Flair and that whole messy thing. Now like, we're, I wanna, we, I've already I wanted forgotten. to stay away from each other for a little while so we can move past that. <laughs> In an alternate universe, I would love to see the feud where Lacey was telling Charlotte that she can call her mom. I would love to see that, but uh, no, I like that we're getting the real Lacey, Me too. real story. She just, I mean, it's almost unfortunate that she's gonna be feuding with Charlotte again, unless unless Bailey comes back. As a heel. I mean, you can have Bailey come back as a heel. We don't know where Asuka is. There is That's rumors cool. of, I don't know, we saw a little bit of a of a turn on Rhea with Liv Morgan. I have a feeling those two are breaking up. Um, there are rumors that Rhea is going to join this evil cult of Edge, so she might be feuding with, you know, I think an evil dark cult Rhea against a babyface Lacey Evans. Why not? Maybe. Yeah. And I don't think you can have Bailey come back and lose on her first feud back. Maybe you can. I mean, it will be both of their first feuds back, so yeah, somebody know, has tough. to lose. Why can't everybody win? We're living in the participation trophy era, Isa. Everybody gets know. a belt. There's everybody 20%, gets a belt. There's 20% of people out there winning, and the other 80 are not real. Oh, my God. Remember a couple of years ago when I used an AI bot to write an episode of Raw? This was the birth of it. It became like Skynet and became sentient, and my AI Raw script <laughs> turned in. Yeah. To what Tony Khan is railing against. I, I'm the supervillain in this story. Holy you, shit. You are the study. You are the independent study. Wow. Didn't Incredible. Thank you. Not all heroes wear capes. Thank you, Glenn. It's true. Uh, so, oh, love to see this. <laughs> Women's tag team champion Sasha Banks and Naomi coming out to the ring. Uh, the belts. Just. Yes. Just they could have just gone out there and just done a victory celebration. This would have been great. We got a pretty good match between Sasha and Liv Morgan and fuck uh, Michael Cole for being like, Oh, she's the most improved. Liv Morgan has always been awesome. Creative yeah. failed her. The fans didn't uh, get on board because the creative was bad. She never got a proper push in NXT. She's barely got one on the main roster. Liv Morgan, since I first saw her wrestle in the fall of 2015, at an NXT house show in Lakeland, Florida. She just seems like an absolute superstar to me. And uh, I'm glad she's finally getting recognition. I hope her and Rhea in a one-on-one feud is, you know, a very, very good showcase for the both of them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I love seeing um, Naomi sit down next to Cole. And I think Cole um, acknowledged them as the first black, you know, acting champions. And Naomi was like, say it again. It was oh. absolutely incredible how happy they are. I love seeing them. I, I, I really believe that Naomi and Sasha could bring some some prestige to these tag team titles, um, you know, that haven't really been taken seriously for so long. And to your point, yeah, I agree. I think Liv Morgan has always been a star and just been booked horribly. But I'm also tired of that this could be the biggest win of her career every time yes. she gets a win. Stop like, saying that. They ask me, like, she has never won a freaking yeah. match. I, don't, I mean, she did win Sasha, which is a great big deal for her, but... They always use those words every time that Liv wins a match, and it's just getting yes. aggravated. Like, no, it's not the biggest win of her career. She's been doing this. She's been beating people consistently. Yes. Uh, by the way, Alonzo Smith saying, fuck Michael Cole, that's the quote of the night. Okay, so <laughs> I just remembered this. Michael Cole 
says to Naomi, you and yeah. Sasha were so emotional after the last match. You were crying. What did that mean to you? And then Naomi gets three words into it. And then she goes, and then he just goes, oh, backstage, we've got Natalia, another competitor in the women's thing. Uh, I mean, uh, like, like, yeah. let me, let me just do a little replay. Issa, you were at WrestleMania watching Roman versus Brock. What did that mean to you? And what emotions were you feeling? I was sitting right next to the ram. So I oh, hold on a second. Rom Tim Mickles saying Glenn wants all the smoke. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> just fuck you, Michael Cole. You I wanted to hear what Naomi had to say. Naomi was about to reveal something personal and emotional yeah. about what this win and what this moment meant to her. But, but, but why would you want the crowd to become invested in them? You know, like stop her before she says something that will make people like them even yeah. more. And we got to cut backstage to Natalia looking at a freaking monitor. Great, great. I mean, Jesus. I, was, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, Glenn, but I was so close to Roman Reigns on Sunday. I know you did that as an example, but I just want to let you know when he came out, he was like right there and it was incredible. How many times have you gotten the call where you have to clarify to like his wife or his people that like you're not a threat? We don't we don't need to bring her into this. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's like when people make jokes in the Secret Service, like we just want to do a follow-up call and just clarify that there's like right? no, no, no. Here. You know what? It's actually very funny. I met Roman Reigns on multiple occasions and I was very well behaved. So I will leave it in person. I don't act a fool like I do. Like when I'm on social media, I'm on bot mode. But in person, I know how to behave. Except for a WrestleMania. When he came out, I went crazy. But other than that, that I'm great. <laughs> and that bot is thirsty. Um <laughs> So uh, Liv Morgan won this match tonight, which yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, biggest, biggest win of her career, Glenn. Like, <laughs> comment about how they're treating her with this because it's not politically correct, but the way they're treating her is very insulting. It's so annoying, and it makes you so not become invested because like, not only they call it the biggest win of their, her career, but it's like when it counts, she's not going to win because you guys don't book her to win, so why should I care? I care because that's who Liv Morgan is and she makes you care, but they, they do a damn good job of making you not care about her. They talk about her like, like Rhea Ripley teaming with her is like Braun picking Nicholas out of the crowd and being, what a big win for Nicholas on his spring break vacation. Could you imagine if Nicholas gets this win and goes back to school and talks, yeah. tells all the kids about his championship run with Braun Strowman? Like that really is an excellent comparison when you put it that way. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's insulting to the viewers. It's insulting to live. Like she has put in the work. Yeah, she is. She has been, she has been, she had a, she had a freaking main like raw women's title program. Okay. So I stopped treating her like she's just this rookie that just came up from NXT. She's not. And even by the Royal Rumble, like they were like treating her like, oh my God, what if you win? She was the only one that has been in every Royal Rumble match. Like Liv has been here for a while. Why are we treating her like she's still a newbie? I don't understand. And I think when her story gets told, I don't want to get too into it, uh, but I think that it's really a remarkable story about how she got involved in NXT yeah the situation around the relationship she was in, how she successfully navigated outside of that. It never affected or interfered with everything. And I feel like may maybe that hurt her a little bit when she started there, but I feel like she's just proven herself a thousand times over. 
she has, and I can't wait for her to eventually have a title run. Yeah, absolutely. But that being said, Sasha probably should have lost tonight. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. I know it, it was a very weird decision that they made there because it's like, I don't know that I want to see Sasha getting pinned either. Like this whole thing, every once in a while, you do think everybody should get involved and it shouldn't end in a weird finish. But no, they, they just pinned Sasha clean for no reason. Yeah. Okay, so we had like 20 minutes for the bloodline tonight to come out. Roman yes. Reigns out yes. there with the Usos. And he asked us to do something. Yes. Oh, but first, before we went to, let's have some fun with this. Before uh, we went to the break, they said Roman Reigns is going to reveal his secrets to the audience when we come back from the break. He said, what do you think Roman's secret was going to be? Wrong, wrong, wrong guesses only. Um, well, I sent out a tweet in which I was wondering if he was going to tell us what is heavier, the gold that he carries on his shoulder or the gold that he carries on his pants. Because <laughs> he'd be uh, I... walking around with that BDE, and you know, he has that BDE, he, he oozes, <laughs> he oozes BDE. So I need to know what. <laughs> if you're oozing BDE, please see your physician. No, don't. Don't just come on TV. Well, I that's something bad. <laughs> uh, I was gonna guess Roman's secret's gonna be that he often RSVPs yes when he has no intention of attending the event. Oh, I do that all the time. I don't do that. I could never do. I actually do that. I always tell my friends that I'm gonna go, and then I never show up. I think his thing is that he actually really enjoys RSVPing, and at the last minute being like, "Nope, not going. Staying home." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope you set a place for me. Hope there's a little name tag or a placard. Just going to sit there empty because that's what I think about you. Uh, but no, he was going to reveal his secret. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I was thinking his... he was going to reveal maybe his hair products because uh, I was going to say something about his hair. Recently, yeah, I was going yeah. to say something with his hair, you know, that uh, yeah, maybe uh, he got the Bosley hair system and that just really yeah. did wonders. You know, for yeah. the thickness of his mane. Uh, but no, I think uh, he came out and it was a little long-winded about this, but it seemed to me like he's in no rush to defend his titles. Why he, should and, he be? There's well, nobody there. There's nobody and, there. And he said, you know, the bloodline, I look at myself and I'm one man, two titles, but the Usos are two men with two titles. And I'm like, shit, we got to do math. Uh, but his idea that the Usos are going to go to unify the tag belts and they'll have two titles each like him. So everybody's the two title holder I love in the bloodline. And then maybe, you know, uh, I'm fantasy booking this. Maybe we get Solo Sokoa and he goes after the IC in the U.S. title. You know, and then I let's mean, throw in why the, not? And then let's why get not? Roman the 24-7 one just so we can have the No, thing. no, no, no. We're not going to do that. But they should go down to NXT and get the NXT Tag Team Championships, the NXT World Championship. Like, give them all the belts. All, all of the them. belts. All of them. All of them. Um, This was an okay promo. I, I I don't think they know what to do. Yes, I think they wrote they wrote 100%. the story for Roman. Or like somebody wrote the finish to be like Roman lift both titles at the end of WrestleMania and solidifies himself as one of the greatest of all time. And then like there's there's nothing after that chapter, right? And now they're just writing it as they go. And you can tell that that was literally the end game, and there was nothing after that. And 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 that's okay, you know, that's okay. You just need to you need to build some people. You need to build some credible contenders. Yes. For Roman, and we did see. 
Listen, I, I, I know you know my list of favorites, right? It's Roman, Brock, Seth, Shinsuke. Who has Roman been feuding with? Seth, Brock, and now Shinsuke. Like, why do they, why can't they give me a break? Why can't they throw him against like Drew McIntyre or somebody that I don't like just so that I can like, you know, not be so emotionally invested? When Shinsuke came out, I was like, why are you doing this? Why? Well, man, and I wish Brock was sticking around to like feud with Sami Zayn instead of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Let, let Brock go take a break. He was here for a while. So Shinsuke came out, uh, talked about Rick Boogs. I, Roman Reigns saying the word Boogs was awesome. The yeah. way he said it. Because he didn't, he didn't sell it at all. Right. Um, and uh, it seemed like, okay, Shinsuke might be getting an opportunity. We know how this is going to go. It's not going to be. His career suicide, Glenn. It'll be a good. They've faced each other before, haven't they? Yeah. And it was a great match. Um, yeah. But nothing really came came of it very um, different styles very different styles i'm very curious and and i was wondering what they were going to do with shinsuke with books getting injured at wrestlemania so i'm excited to see that they're not going to just completely take him off tv because they don't know they're what to feed do him with him. To roman instead i also would like to say that roman gave shinsuke nakamura a hug and then he had to take a double super kick i will also risk it all and take a double super kick for that yeah. hug so Shinsuke wow. did the right thing there. Well, so the Usos are definitely winning both tag titles. Like that's a thousand percent happening. You don't do this I mean, story if they're not going to win it. I don't know, because don't you think that RK Bro is just equally as hot on Monday Night Raw? Everybody loves RK Bro. So I don't know if that's the right route. I'm very 50-50 on this, to be quite honest with you. I thought that I thought that Riddle would turn on, on Orton by now but they have yeah. grown on me and and i don't i'm not ready to see them break up so i don't i didn't i didn't know that that's where they were going i wasn't expecting that and i wonder like there's rumors that roman might have gotten injured at wrestlemania i wonder if that's true and they're just letting him kind of like heal up for a little bit by going in this direction yeah. rk bro has been together almost two years now or about two years and that is eternity in WWE time. Especially in Randy Orton friendships list. I don't think yes. he's ever had a friendship last longer than two days. So good for him. <laughs> um, and I think their feud one-on-one will be really good. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this. But yeah, Shinsuke got beat up and then we went off the air tonight. Um, let's talk about Rampage. One of the nice. best episodes, one of the most stacked episodes, one of the best main events that we've had. We opened with Trent Beretta versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, hot opening to the show. What did you think of this match? I love this match. I I thought that overall, you said it probably one of the best episodes of Rampage. And even though it was pre-taped, it didn't I, it didn't take me off of it. I I think people did a really good job at just hyping that main event without spoiling, because that's all I kept seeing. It's like you really gotta watch the main event on Rampage tonight. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a hot opener, a hot ending to the show. I, Rampage is always a very easy to digest show because it's only an hour. But um, if you're going to put Brian and Mox on the same show, I'm not going to complain. They're two of my favorites in AEW right now. This was a rare Rampage that had equally hot opener and main event. Normally, it's it's normally yeah. lopsided. The opener is hotter than the main event. Right, and it just goes to show you how invested they are into this this faction with Regal and and Mox and and Brian. Yeah, this was really good. I really like this a lot. Uh, really good opening the show. Brian Danielson winning. Uh, we had Hook with Lexi Nera in the locker room, and Danhausen again continues to channel Cesar Romero's Joker from the original Batman series. 
and what is happening with his voice lately, uh, trying to curse Hook. Yeah, poor Hook. He don't care though. Hook don't don't give a f. I guarantee you, Hook is not a bot. Yes. Um. So Danhausen's going to lose to Hook. What do you think about that? Of course he is. I guess Danhausen is kind of like one of those characters that wins really don't matter. Yeah, but how do you feel about Tony Nese like downplaying Danhausen and Hook later on in his backstage interview when he told the interviewer like, "Don't treat me like I'm Danhausen or 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 Hook. I'm the most prestige athlete or whatever it is he calls himself. I don't know." But I thought it was funny that he chose to kind of like pick on those two. Terry Allen Jr., $2, saying the cross-body counter landed on his head. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a very awkward landing on that match, which was a little bit scary. Oh, there we go. Toronto888 saying Hookhausen, the new tag team. I kind of almost see that. I did see I did see Dan Housen giving Hook some um, chips in an episode of <laughs> Being the Elite. I also saw Dan Housen at... WrestleCon, and I'm happy to say he did not curse me. So Danhausen tonight ate chips that Hook threw in the garbage. I'm assuming it was the same chips. Now let me ask you a question, Isa. If food yes. has been in the garbage can, will you take it out and eat it, even if it was in its own self-contained wrapper and it has not touched other garbage? What is your criteria for retrieving food out of the garbage? You don't. That's the criteria. I don't know why. We're, what about what is yours? Because if you're asking me, that probably means that you have some kind of like standard. I don't. If it's on the trash, it's on the trash, and we're done with it. Okay. So one time, yeah, I keep my tortillas. <laughs> I keep my tortillas in the packaging, and then I put them in a plastic bag to maintain freshness. Two layers right. of plastic. One time, I threw out the tortillas, thinking, "Oh, we've got these new tortillas." I had an open. I look at the new tortillas; they they already gone bad. They were moldy. <laughs> but I had the unopened tortillas that had been in the fridge that were in the garbage. And I went and I retrieved them out of the garbage. Cause I was like, well, they're still good. These are in perfectly good shape. I just wanted fresher ones. And my wife refused to eat them. And I'm like, these were in two layers of plastic in a garbage bag that had very clean, like no like nasty garbage in there. Uh, uh, you know? Thanks for sharing that. Okay. What if you put something, what if you had a fresh garbage bag in the garbage can, fresh bag, you had, and the only piece of garbage no, in there, no, and you retrieve. No, it. I'm gonna be very honest with you. I don't even eat reheated food. Like I, I, I don't. No, my even... wife is that way. My wife does not like leftovers. Like let, like if I don't even eat it from the fridge the next day, you really think I'm gonna eat it from the garbage? Like I, I don't do that. I'm not eating from the garbage. Let me make that clear. I don't have. Like, sure, Glenn, sure. It's not like I'm going in there and there's like a Twinkie sitting on top of a pile of like old newspapers and banana peels. Have and you I'm seen just like, all those like people on TikTok that are going like garbage, like dumpster diving at like outside of retail stores and, and like getting all kinds that. of things? Yeah, and I know people that do that and get good stuff and i know people that on hard times they've done that and they've ate well and it there are ways to pick and choose and do it in a sanitary fashion but i'm saying your own personal garbage can i am saying that there's there's there are exceptions to the rule i agree with you nine times no 99 there's times no out of 100 to the rule unless this is roman ring's food that he tossed away oh jesus <laughs> You're gonna see Issa in a like garbage can, so they're like eating like a half-eaten like power bar, and people are like Issa, why are you eating out of the garbage? You're like Roman was didn't finish this. 
<laughs> his germs are are now inside of me, and I've consumed. <laughs> Phrasing, <laughs> just phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still his DNA anyway. Either way, I had the I have Roman's DNA in me. <laughs> what happened next, bud? Well, you and Alfred both, man. I used to be so innocent on this podcast, except for the occasional. Oh, sure, sure, you were. You just needed the right kind of bots to bring it out of you. That's all. I'm just saying, one out of a thousand times, there's a reason to get something out of it. Okay. Let me ask you this. How often are you cooking something? I don't cook. You throw... Okay. When you did cook, how okay. often did you start making something and you threw away the packaging and then you realized, shit, I need the directions. And you had to go back and like look in the garbage to look at the directions for the All packaging right. you just threw away. It is time that you learn about Puerto Rican culture and the fact that we don't measure anything when we cook. So I don't care about the directions because we just kind of like toss things until okay, it tastes about the, the right way. Time. What about you know the temperature? You cook it until you taste it, and once it tastes right, it's done. I got this uh, Cuisinart like speed convection oven. Like this thing yeah. is much more like it's a mix of art versus science to get this correct. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know about you. You can ask anybody when I'm cooking. It's just like this, like this, like this cook. And then I just look at it, taste it. Oh, it looks good. It tastes good. Let's go eat. Okay. I haven't food poisoned anyone to this day. So my methods seem <laughs> to be worse. Anyone to this day. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed that streak holds. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti interrupted oh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Dan Lambert. What did you think about these promos back and forth? Page saying that Guevara and Conti are a PR disaster waiting to happen. Page for his kid doesn't end up like Ty. <laughs> Guevara saying, I don't give a shit about your kid. Did it not feel like a little bit of a Dale Lambert face turn for a second? Because I feel like a lot of people are a little bit fed up with this Ty and Sammy relationship. So it was almost like, why are they saying what some of us are thinking? Maybe 80%. There was a study made and 80% of people 80%. do not agree with this relationship and they're tired of hearing about it. Oh, um, you know, and Issa, they got to turn just them been... heel. I've just confirmed but, this. An independent study has confirmed that 80% of wrestling fans would eat Roman Reigns' half-eaten food out of a trash can. So you're not alone. You are in the majority. I'm a bot. <laughs> now, this was a good promo. I like how Sammy and Ty, like, there does feel something very real about this. They're gonna, they gotta turn them heel at some point, though, right? Because of the way people are kind of becoming aggravated with their overexposure of their relationship. Oh, Fiend, you're on, you're on, you're on, you're, on, you're, on, you're uh, watching the wrong wrestling podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, Fiend. Like, it's like late no. night. It's past midnight. And, uh, you know, there are lots of. Not here. He never watches us. So we just do whatever the hell we want. Honestly. There are lots of wrestling podcasts that, that talk about cover, wrestling. Yeah, talk about wrestling. Look, my motto, am I like, if I ever leave and do this on my own, not that I ever would, Raj, don't worry. Not, I'm not going to abandon you, brother. It's been like what six years now. But if I ever do this on my own, here's here's my theory. Here's here's my motif. My motif for wrestling coverage is what I like to call cover and a kick out. We cover the wrestling till we kick out and talk about something that's more interesting. Yeah. I mean, we have another podcast, you and I, yeah. that has nothing to do with wrestling, and we have gone mm -hmm. on some weird trades on that one as well. <laughs> JJ is asking if I'm losing weight. I've lost a little weight. I need to work on my diet. I, I need to stop eating food out of the garbage, clearly. Uh, <laughs> but no, for the last uh, six weeks now, I've been, I've walked on my treadmill 
every single day for at least so 20 minutes. And on the weekends, I'm doing like an hour and a half. I'm putting on movies, like 90 minute movies. Like watch Stand By Me last weekend, walked for an hour and a half. Like I'll just do that, put that on, watch something. And uh, it's nice. It's like a good way you know, to get. I was taking very good care of myself, my diet, everything. And then WrestleMania week happened. Oh, and yeah. I ruined everything. So I'm planning on Sunday getting right back to my routine, to my diet, to my exercise. But oh my God, five days in Dallas ruined months worth of hard work. <laughs> And I have this weird thing now. I miss getting daily harvest, but we don't have a lot of freezer room. So I'm like, I have to right. eat all the less good food that's in our freezer to make room to get daily harvest. Okay, just throw it out and get it later. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I miss I the food you. in Texas. I miss the food in Texas. The vegan food. Oh my in Texas god, Texas had great food great food and you know what it was funny because like the first two days i was so busy that i barely ate and then the last three days it was like the complete opposite where i made like dinner plans lunch plans so i could yeah. get to see everybody you know that's what yeah. you do and i i ate a lot but the food was incredible in texas um not at the american airline center so much no, no, no. stadium has some decent food brand new uh arenas and stadiums have really good food the legacy stuff it's just all the same crap that's been there yeah years. it's like hey do you like a soft pretzel then good news this is for you um and i do like a soft pretzel but uh okay let's talk about let's talk about the drama let's talk about the beef tonight oh, yeah. let's talk about the heat that's going down okay so as people know i watch rampage i don't watch dynamite yeah cody yeah. rhodes founder of the nightmare factory wrestling school recently went to wwe they oh, announced yeah. that QT Marshall is wrestling tonight. And QT Marshall is representing the factory. So in my head, I say, oh, they're not going to say Nightmare Factory anymore because Cody is gone. So gone. I shoot off a clever tweet that says the factory, since they're not specifying which factory QT Marshall hails from, I've narrowed it down to the possible factories. The CNC Music Factory, the Cheesecake Factory, the Old Spaghetti huh. Factory, or the Ann Taylor factory outlet. Now, Willie, uh, WWE Campersina responded Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory. John yes. Schwab said, since he's on his back so much, it has to be the mattress factory. And okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. 89 The Brainchild said, since he's from Jersey, it's the Burlington Coat Factory. So I tweet this out thinking, haha. And I tag QT Marshall because I'm like, hey, what a. What a funny little thing I'm saying. QT Marshall <laughs> quote tweets me and says, the group's name is hashtag the factory. Did Twitter verifying you as being a complete fucking idiot? Now I'm going to go about to, now I'm about to go beat Swerve Confident. Tune into AEW Rampage now. So. He said you're a verified idiot, Glenn. Well, I'm the idiot. He's the one who said he was about to go beat someone in a match that he lost 48 hours ago because he got his ass kicked by Swerve Confident tonight. And he's the one trying to tell him, go watch me beat Swerve Confident. Dude, you could say, go watch me fight Swerve Confident. But who's the idiot? That says, I'm going to go beat this guy when it's like the, with the spoilers have been out there, dude. Maybe he, thought, maybe he thought they edited, they edited it his way. You know, maybe he was like, maybe he paid the editing team a couple extra bucks. And he was like, watch, it's going to go completely different. Maybe he got beat so bad that at the end he was like, 
I won, right? And everyone's like, yes, QT, you won. He never wins. I don't even know why he will say, watch me go beat anyone, period. Like, it's not even about the fact that the match already happened. He's like, QT Marshall never wins. So the fact that those words will come out of his, like, Twitter fingers is ridiculous. There is, listen, Glenn, there was an independent study that was performed, and it was proven that 100% of the time, QT Marshall will lose the match. <laughs> Love you, QT. Thanks for being a sport and having a good sense of humor. The Verify Factory, Jonathan Lyman on the show. <laughs> we have found a new name. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I respect QT because I tweet out positive things. And, you know, people will retweet positive or nice things you say about them. Um, I got a really nice tweet from uh, retweet and response from Eva Marie over WrestleMania weekend because I, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, you know, we don't talk about this enough, but Eva Marie versus Bailey and NXT was a phenomenal feud. Great match. Very interesting for Bailey as a babyface defending, which is one of the toughest things to do. And Eva yeah. Marie was like, oh, that was one of my favorite matches too. Bailey was great. This worked out well. You can get a lot of interaction from wrestlers with positive things. I actually like that he was like, okay, I'm going to shoot back, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah yeah he i saw him i was telling you i saw him put shara sap in his place recently as well so qt is not holding back on twitter and i hope his dog is doing good yes um so... i i called for your tweet in the cheesecake factory i thought that was awesome by the way <laughs> originally it was just gonna be the cnc music factory and then my wife was like no old spaghetti factory <laughs> <laughs> I was like cheesecake factory. And then we we're like, what's a funny outlet? What's a funny outlet? And I originally I was gonna say the Sanrio outlet, but I was like, no, that might be a little too niche. And Taylor right. factory outlet. That's that's it. That's, that's the one. That's it. That's the one. Uh Drake Haig, thank you for the dollar. Um, so Swerve Strickland versus QT Marshall. And this wasn't even close. Like, Swerve very quickly. Like, so great, dude. Like, QT, the factory is your new faction and you're like losing in less than the time of a commercial break to swerve you're getting squashed Jobber congrats factory. on your new faction jobber factory all i'm saying is cnc music factory goes for at least four minutes and they're gonna make you sweat <laughs> and at the cheesecake fact cheesecake factory you can find anything because their menu is so broad huge it takes huge. you longer to go through this cheesecake factory menu than it does for qt to lose a match <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <man. laughs> okay i love this match this had like may young classic vibes in the owen hart foundation women's tournament tonight and i might say with that yes i get through the both tournaments but this was like just a really good match yeah. uh and we got to see willow nightingale take on red velvet i hadn't seen willow previously so i think this was a star making term for her and i know mm -hmm. the Young classic was full of those which is why i'm making that reference but uh red velvet versus willow nightingale they give them a decent amount of time, so much yeah. back and forth, so much, you know, false finishes, great spots. The very end was a little rough, but I think Willow has massive superstar potential. I hope she gets signed, even though she lost this match to Red Velvet. Yeah. I think she'd be a welcome addition to the AEW Women's <laughs> Division. Hell, I think she would be awesome in NXT, but Willow Nightingale is an absolute superstar. 
Yeah, I absolutely loved her in this match, and I wasn't familiar with her prior to this. I've seen a couple of things from her um, on Twitter throughout this week once the match was announced, and I thought she looked excellent. I also really like Red Velvet on this match, which I've never seen to be invested into anything that Red Velvet does up to this point, but I also thought that she shined in this match. I really love both of their, their performances, and I thought they both looked great, which, you know, it's hard. It sometimes can be hard to do to make both look good and win and lose and yeah i really like willow and i hope this is not the last we see of her yeah she was fantastic this this was a very very solid episode of rampage yeah, i mean the really more i was. think about this since maybe the first two this might be the best most consistent episode that they've done i think out of the three tape ones that yeah, you know that things have gotten leaked out there this was probably my favorite because it didn't it didn't matter what i saw on social media i was still able to get into it where other weeks because i seen the leaks it makes it very hard for me to kind of like get invested into what's going on they did a good job at keeping your attention from beginning to end the way they paced the show also and the order of the matches really helped yeah and that's the key it's like if you're not live you're wrestling it better be a level to hold people's attention yeah you know um so main event tonight holy shit john moxley versus wheeler utah tonight my god <laughs> i hadn't really seen you to wrestle before but he's the roh pure champion facing john moxley in the main event of rampage tonight um wait he's the roh what pure champion Okay, you know they can't call that to whoever's hold, holding the TNT title, right? Because it's not a very pure title belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just didn't understand what the what the pure means. It means pure. innocent, like yes, you know? instead of a instead of a purity ring like the Jonas Brothers, you, <laughs> you get a purity, purity title. Champion. Oh my god, that would be incredible. Oh my god, he's in the that attitude era. Oh my god. Could you imagine the attitude era if you had the purity title? And like and like it would be like hot potato. The male wrestlers would all be looking to lose the purity title. Like you take it. No, you take it. No, you take it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to talk about, but I couldn't stop thinking about that when they kept saying the pure ROA championship. And I'm like, what does that mean? Is he like innocent and like non-essent he's a, obviously not a very sinful person and i respect no artificial that. sweeteners no artificial flavors 100 pure pure, pure. <laughs> uh yeah i oh my god this was absolutely incredible and i uh, i just have to say like i know this was taped on wednesday right but i watch mox put on some amazing matches this weekend on Dallas. The fact that he still has the energy to keep going, props to him. Also, and I know a lot of people are giving Yuta like a lot of credit, but Mox really killed it this weekend. John Everett saying, is this like the chastity belt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's such an attitude error gimmick. Like, and so when you have the pure title, like you must abstain yes. from everything. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Listen, let's talk about this match. Let's talk about let's this talk match. About this Moxley match. comes in, Yuta goes off the turnbuckle, dives at him. So before he didn't even let him like get in, like what? He was, was ready. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, and this quickly, like Yuta got busted open. So cue uh, Vince going on the blood and guts tirade this weekend. Uh, I mean, this was like for TV. Like holy shit, this was a brutal match. 
Yeah, it was. And I think um, Kim on Twitter and Instagram, who always captures all the amazing photos, captured a picture where you could see like the blood like coming. It was an intense shot. And I wish that we didn't see so much blood in AEW so consistently because tonight it made a difference, right? Like tonight it felt like, okay, blood does belong in this match and it, it kind of added to it where there are times that I feel like blood does take away from their matches. Tonight it was perfect. He was bleeding like crazy and he's going against Mox. He wanted to earn Mox respect and I don't know. I always expect all of Mox matches to go like this. Yeah. I mean, this had no let up whatsoever. Yeah. This just kept going. It was intense. Yuta was wobbly from the blood loss and selling that yeah. at one point. Um, I mean, these guys just really got into it. And I think even in defeat tonight, um, through referee stoppage, I mean, Yuta passed out, but I thought this, this was like star making, like the forget star making. This was super star making turn um it I might think be he, my favorite main event of rampage at least like that i can think of immediately this is one of them that i enjoy the most in a very very long time if not ever yeah i mean so good regal came out extended his hand they had the handshake at the end uh yep. and uh this i mean just watch this match i cannot i mean words almost can't do it justice for how good and, this was and, and if this had been live, I'm mean, even the fact it wasn't live, it was still fantastic. And like you said, that's all I saw on social media this weekend. You know, you see the spoilers, you kind of already knew Max was going to win. But all I kept seeing from the people that were in the building were you have to watch this match. Other performers as well were tweeting about it. And I have to say, it, it, it was beyond what I was expecting. A lot of people were going, oh my God. <laughs> no, and oh that's an Edward Cousins keeping it real the pure title has different rules so it's no closed fist hits you only get a certain amount of rope breaks like there's special rules yeah the there's special title. rules for the pure title definitely but yeah but i the thought purity that title you, you you can't even have impure thoughts with the purity title oh well then i lost it already <laughs> that would be the gimmick you would have like you know like uh, it'd be like, uh, like Maria Canellis by the ring trying to like distract, get because you think the impure thought and then you lose, you lose the belt. Oh, you should just have somebody that just shows up and takes it when somebody's having an impure like thought and they don't even have to say anything. They just go like hand it over <laughs> because this like purity police knows that you're having dirty thoughts about Roman Reigns leftover food in the garbage or something, you know? <laughs> Okay, so it's a little late, but for the men, it's the belt, but they wear it a little lower, like it hangs a little lower, and there's a bell dangling off the end. So that way, if that belt moves while stationary, you know there was there was enough of an impure thought where they lose oh the championship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how we do it. I love it. Yes. It's like what Chuck Berry was singing about in my ding-a-ling, but as a championship belt. I uh, love that everybody watching this show is not going to look at this ROH pure <laughs> championship we, we, at the same we, way ever strange, again. We've desecrated the pure title. We've <laughs> sullied and dirtied up the pure title tonight. That's what we do. That's what yes. we do here late night on Fridays. So, But no, look, this match was incredible. Like, it was. This is one of those where you almost can't even talk about it. You just need to watch. Just go watch it. And I will say the most intense I've ever, the most into I've ever been into Willard Judah ever. And the blood, like not to get too graphic about this, but the blood like looked, 
it was such like a clean red mask he was rocking yeah. that it like it just like if if that was pure blading or busting open, this could not have been done in a more perfect way to that, sell it. That's why I say this was one of those situations where the blood really added to it. It didn't feel overdone. It didn't feel like it was an added on. It just felt perfect. Like it went perfect with the match. Yeah. No, I love this episode. This was really good. I know we give Rampage a lot of shit sometimes for being pre-recorded and just kind of ending week, but this uh, every match on this was good even qt marshall getting his butt kick by swerve uh women's match was fantastic can't put this yeah. over enough and now that we talk about this now i'm just like man fucking smackdown tonight <laughs> like post wrestlemania post wrestlemania smackdown to me felt very weak yeah even compared to monday even compared to tuesday i mean tuesday jesus christ i mean nxt was just like we're gonna call some people up we need to undo some things that we did saturday like right. let's make some changes oh then we're gonna have to make some more changes i don't know yeah like yeah Braun breaker is the nxt champion after monday and i was like what then why didn't we just do it a stand and deliver like why i think they thought like personally that maybe Braun breaker winning the nxt title was that big whoa moment they wanted for that raw after mania but it didn't really click with the audience they should have done stand and deliver Tuesday at May at in Dallas because yes. people would have stayed. I mean, I was delayed. I could have probably gone and enjoyed it because I ended up not leaving Dallas until very, very late. Yeah. Rick Zaldivar in the chat saying SmackDown two out of ten, Rampage no. seven out of ten. No, uh, SmackDown was uh, it was a little bit higher. Maybe like four. Yeah. Four like the titles that Roman wants everybody to have. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say Rampage was was a nine, and the only thing it was lacking was like a big surprise debut. And I and I hate to say like AEW has become so synonymous for that with that right that that you almost need that to. But we did see Tony Khan announce that we're gonna get uh, that match with Samoa Joe and Suzuki on That's Wednesday, right. which I think is going to be a killer match. So I'm excited for that. So maybe we didn't get a surprise, but. Tony Twitter fingers did it again, announcing a hell of a match for Wednesday. <laughs> like part of me wants to just sometimes I look at his feed and I'm like, dude, don't you have like other business ventures? Like is, are, is everything you do just on such autopilot that you could just sit there and just do this? Vince McMahon doesn't have this kind of time. Actually, you know what I think? I think Vince McMahon is like Creed on the office and Vince thinks he's tweeting all the time, but they got him a phone with a fake Twitter app and those things just all go into the void. <laughs> Because no, I think Vince having, has got some hot They probably have like a like a fucking burning a burner account that he's tweeting out of, and I will give everything to find it. <laughs> you know, he probably doesn't even look if it's verified or not. He just sees his pictures and he just like he probably one of those trolling Vince Van Man accounts that we see on our timeline is probably him actually tweeting. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see why he just like I just don't see the point of sweating social media to that extent like to me that was like really because i just kind of get on twitter i use twitter as my therapy like i talk to myself on twitter <laughs> I, I just say something publicly and i just like get out like that's that's all i do ah <sighs> so we've survived wrestlemania week wrestlemania season yeah i'm still recovering though i'm still recovering but i will be good to go for double or nothing where we will have our bonding experience that i'm gonna vlog for my channel well eat food out of the garbage together. <laughs> I was thinking more like jumping off like the stratosphere. I'm together. not doing that. 
that's not happening. Well, would you record me if I do it though? Like from the bottom, like oh yeah, maybe. Uh, let's see, let's see where we're at. Let's see where the numbers are at in six weeks. And let's see how I'm feeling about things. Okay, okay. You don't have to like get close to anyone or anything. If not, we'll just party at your house. <laughs> Gonna get a hazmat suit, go to double or nothing. <laughs> if not, we'll just party at your house. Don't worry. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, everyone. We'll see you back <laughs> Tuesday. Talk about NXT 2.0. It'll be an eventful night. Issa's an NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. <laughs>